Hello, Murphy Dwyer. Hello, Logan. How are you? I'm doing really good. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has been, but we're back. We're alive. We, we are both alive. Uh, Our fans demand it. <laughs> yeah, I've been getting a lot of hate mail about, like, what? what's happening? Where's an episode? Oh, yeah? Hate mail? Really? Wow. Yeah, no, not at all. Nobody knows. Nobody contacts me. No one hates you. <laughs> no, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody contacts me. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a lie. I've had a few people be like, are you going to put another episode out? Actually, we got a new listener last night, um, and he yeah. he happened to... Uh, he was, okay, so he was driving back from Phoenix to Tucson, and he listened to the backpacking one. Nice. And he was, like, stream of consciousness text messaging me his thoughts and opinions about it, like, for the full episode. While he was driving. While he was, like, talk to texting. Talk to, God, technology. Oh, I know, it's, it's exhausting. And so, like, he's like, don't, don't be surprised if some of these words don't make any sense. And I was like, all right. And I was, like, at a concert, and so, like, when they would take a break from a song, I'd come back to like 19 text messages <laughs> but about the episode about the episode uh and he's like the only criticism i have is that i wanted to partake in the the conversation <laughs> oh yeah see that's the th- people just wish they had us as friends i know and we're and i'm even friends with him and i feel like he's just not, not and he enough. wishes you were his friend <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no that's that's probably a lie we're <laughs> hi steven <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, well, so we're back to talk about something that I think we're both pretty excited about. Um, Another thing we're excited about. Well, yeah, I, is there? Is there? I feel like it's an endless list of things we're excited about. Yeah, hopefully. I know. If if we're just gonna have to stop the show, if yeah. we stop being excited. Um, what are we talking about, Logan? Bicycles. Bicycle. Ooh, is that song? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> cut. It was in my head. Yeah, it sounded better in my head. Oh, yeah, I love bikes. I love bikes, too. Like, my bicycle is probably, apart from my car, like, the most expensive thing I've ever bought. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I guess you're right. Arguably a better investment. Definitely a good investment (laughs) until it gets stolen, which we'll talk a little bit about. We're going to talk a little bit about that. I mean, yeah, the reason I texted you about bikes this morning (coughs) was because I went on a bike ride because it's... Like the first day without rain in so long here in Oakland, Ooh. and I'm just so happy that the rain's going away so I can be on my bicycle. Bicycle. Uh, it's actually funny because it is, I was late to record today because I had to take Rocky on a walk because it's supposed to be pouring for the next like 24 hours. God, rain, rain, go away. That's all right. I, I don't mind it. Like I was going to go on a few hikes this weekend, but it's, it's fine. Like I'm totally fine. It's whatever. Yeah, nothing like rain in the desert. I know. It does smell so good. Oh, uh, yeah. It's it's so, something more. Uh, there's something more endearing about rain in the desert. When it rains here for a while, you're just like, man, the city's gross. It's all like wet and trashy and like. Yeah, and then here it's just like, ooh, creosote. It's just so yeah, nice. totally, dude. That smell, that desert rain smell. It's special. So special. Well, so really quick, I want to know, like, when did you learn to ride a bicycle? Oh my gosh, what? Um, when I was young. Okay. I don't, I, shit, I don't remember. And then, like, I don't really remember you riding, like, we didn't really, like, at least, we didn't ride bicycles a lot, like, in high school. No doubt about it. Like, a few times. Yeah, I suppose so. A few times when it was like, wow, we're going to do this, like, special thing that we never do. Yeah, it'll be so adorable. Yeah. Um, what, what's your bike right now? What bike are you riding? Ooh. Um, hold on. It, it, I always forget the name. Um. Are you even committed to it? Oh, well, okay, hold on. Let me walk over. 
If you're, not, if, you're, if you're not talking about your bike all the Jamis. time. Shit. Could you, you hear me when I said that? I, I could, yeah. What did you say, though? It's a Jamis. J-A-M-I-S. I always pronounce that Hamis, but that's probably wrong. Hamis? <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. It's probably uh, wrong. <laughs> let's see. If I go onto their website. Um, oh, man, really heavy website with my slow internet. doesn't work. But either way, I have, to explain a little bit more, it's a, um, it's a fixed gear Oh. Tra- I guess you'd call it a track bike, kind of like a road bike, simple frame. It's dark gray dark with black gray. wheels and lots of stickers. Because when I bought it, it had a f- from Craigslist, it had a few stickers on it. So I just went the sticker, I just went for it and I got hella stickers on it now, which where, I kind of like. Where do you procure your stickers? Burp, burp, burp. Oh, all sorts of places. Like I got this one with an Arizona flag from Amazon. I got, I put my <laughs> I voted today sticker on it. Oh, the, I got this one from a coffee shop that has skull and crossbones on it called Get Death Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> really um, there's uh, this one thing that I got a free guitar sticker when I went to this guitar store. I got one at a Joshua Tree National Park. I have this one sticker that <clears throat> I got from the um, Bay Area Bike Coalition. It was like bike to work day or whatever, and there were people at the train station handing out stickers and fun packs and stuff. And they have this one sticker that I love. That's my other bike is a bike. <laughs> love that sticker. So dorky, but I love it. I also like that too. Now <clears throat> you're basically saying that your bicycle is your hydro flask for most people. What? Oh, because it got the stickers on it. Yeah. Got. It. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? You're like, no, it's not. It's not a water bottle, you idiot. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, so I love my bike dearly. I bought it and it was kind of dorky looking when I bought it. I, I kind of, but I bought it for the frame and the wheels. And then I changed the pedals. I put my own toe cages on it. I changed the dropout thing. So um, what is that thing called that, that the handlebars go into? A dropout, right? Uh, or, uh, some sort of ma'am. tube? Man, yeah, we're going to betray how little we know actually about bicycle yeah, parts. <laughs> off to a but anyway, I changed that so it looks a little more sleeker. I got some different handlebars. Got this awesome bike seat at this community bike store for super cheap. So I changed it quite a bit so it, so it looks sleek and it's fast that's, looking. At that's least. Cool. I mean, you know, I'm a fat ass, so it's not that fast. It's, wait, how how do you carry things on your bicycle? Like, do you <clears throat> are you like a, in the backpack? Yeah, in my backpack. I don't. You know, so <clears throat> the reason I got this bike not all that long ago is because my previous bike was stolen. And I had a rack mm. on my other bike mm. and I had this little like box that I would strap to the little kind of streamlining like looking a crate. Rack. Yeah, just a crate. I mean, I just had this wood this like cheap wooden box, like a wine box or something, you know. Mm. And that I would just kind of strap to it. Um it was perfect, but you know, I didn't even use it that much to be perfectly frank. I would Mostly just put stuff in my backpack, and that's what I do now. And, like, I mean, the majority of the time I'm riding my bike, I don't need to carry a bunch of stuff. Because you're so not it's commuting. Just extra, it's just, like, extra weight if I keep that thing on. So, so yeah, I, I, I don't have any sort of rack or anything like that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what about fun. you? Do you use a rack? I do. I, uh, I haven't had to use a backpack for probably th- oh, at least two years now, and my life has improved Three hundred percent. Sweaty back. You did no, no more sweaty back. No sweaty back. No awkward like balancing problems. Like so. So I ride a Surly Cross Trek. Nice Cross Check struggles in speaking. Um, and I fucking love it. It's like the best bike I've ever had, and I've had probably five different bikes now. Um, 
And I bought it as a graduation present to myself. And it, yeah, I have a, I have a back rack on it. And then I've got my Ortlieb panniers. Um, and I actually, like, I got really pissed off the other day, maybe like three weeks ago. I don't want to, I don't want to under-exaggerate here. Because um, my both, so the buckles that close the bag, because they're, they're essentially dry bags. And so you roll the top down and then you buckle them closed. In the, the male part of the buckle, on both of my bags, the, um, like the outer parts, like you have three prongs, the two outer prongs, broke, uh-huh. they just broke off. Oh. So it happened on the first bag, and then I, I really only use one bag at a time. Um, and so I transitioned to the other bag, and then it happened again. And I was so pissed off. And in order for me to get it fixed by the company, I'd have to send my bags in. And I just won't do that because I need them. Because um, I, do, I do sometimes bike commute to work, and I bike commute downtown and like to do a, almost everything. And so so I, I called around all these different bike shops, and I was trying to find like just – oh, and here's the other the – other, shitty part is that the female part of the buckle is on sewed onto like a continuous loop that's sewn so like i cannot get that female part off oh man kind of poor design but it the, is so the clips just snapped they just snapped off like the plastic oh, just so broke annoying. so you can't even fix it no and then i was like okay well i'll try and find uh just a male part of the buckle because i have this miller surplus store uh down the road from me and i was like they have all these just like bulk buckles mm-hmm. and they, I was looking for a male part that fit in, so I brought the bag in and tried to clip them all in. But there's like some, they use some weird buckle, like some Ortlieb stealth buckle, is what they call it. And it didn't Whoa. fit, like I couldn't find a comparable or one that would fit in there. So I'm calling around to bikes, like all these bike shops in town, and I'm like, do you sell these? Like, can I just, I guess I'll just buy the full buckle and then just replace the female or the male end. And nobody, everyone was like, I don't know, you could probably like, you could probably like order them online or blah blah blah, and I was just like, there has to be a better way to do this. So I got really lucky, and I I called REI because like I was like, fuck, like well I used to work there, and there's a few people I know in the bike shop, and I was like, someone will maybe have a solution or know like what the best plan of action is. Uh-huh. And I called, and this guy was like, yeah, I think I have a solution for you. Uh, bring the bags in, we'll see what we can do, and he totally fixed it. Like so, C to Summit makes these buckles that. Um, like, oh, I don't know how to explain this. It's like a pin and how it hooks on to, like, the continuous loop. So you so you can just, like, remove the, the female buckle if I wanted to to replace it. And it the, he got the old female buckle off by, like, drummeling it off. Like, totally breaking it off. And of then, course. like, there's this there's these um, these buckles that Cita Summit makes and they go on and it totally fixed the problem. So if anyone who's listening has this problem Dude, with their yeah. Ortley bags, there is a solution. Wow, um, it's very specific. You're very into this solution, I gotta say. I'm so into it because I was so frustrated for so long and it worked so well. What a great, yeah, that's like, yeah, wow, that's like when my toilet wouldn't flush. And then finally, <laughs> I opened it up and saw that there was like this chain, like in the, this chain that needed to be discarded, like in the way of the fucking <laughs> thing that opens. And, anywho. It was so simple. Yeah, it, it, but it took me months to figure out why my toilet doesn't fall. I thought it was because, you know, maybe my diet was poor and... <laughs> you just kept clogging it over and yeah, over I just, and Yeah, I was again. like, damn, I, did, I never used to have this problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's it's fun being an adult and realizing, like, how inept you are and how... It's like, the, the small wins are huge. They, they're just huge. Like, I couldn't they be happier. Going. I couldn't be happier. So, anyway, that is a, way too long of a story. Let's get on to, like, the cool stuff that you found about some bicycle stuff. Go, Logan, go. Oh, there's so many... Bikes are so cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, 
I, I, it's been so long since I've been to Tucson, but every once in a while I see something cool in the news or something, post, someone posts on Facebook something cool about how Tucson is becoming more and more of a bike-friendly city, and I really like to see things like that because there are so many, there are so many like innovative bike infrastructure, I guess you could call it, like ideas yeah. that are coming out and totally changing our cities, taking the streets back from the cars. Those fucking cars. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not anti-car. I have a car, but it's like... You have a soggy Miata, we all know I, I, oh Yeah, the Miata <laughs> that... Man, it does not like the rain. I have to put a tarp <laughs> over it, and I keep the tarp down with bricks, and it's just <laughs> miserable in the rain. Well, when you're under the underpass, it just all fits together. Yeah, it's... Well, ah, I feel so bad. Yeah, and that all the under... The freeway probably gets dust on it and stuff and <laughs> wrecks it. Yeah, and it smells bad and gets moldy. The poor Miata. Yeah. But in the summertime, it's going to rock. So just you wait. Um, You're right. I'll eat my words then. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't hate cars, but it is really nice to see um, instances where maybe underused streets are becoming way better thanks to bike infrastructure. Have you heard of this bike path in Denmark? Nope. That is for a portion of it, like a quarter mile length, not very long, is solar panels. The bike path itself is just like sidewalk solar panels. Oh. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So what's the point of it being solar panels? Energy, duh. Okay, but like but like why specifically a bike path? Because it just it's less like damage to the road. Yeah, I mean I think yeah, I think the idea is it's kind of a pilot program for, you know, like a different kind of uh surface treatment, whether it be for roads or for sidewalks. And I mean, you know, bikes are pretty like soft on the ground, you mm-hmm. know? It's yeah. like if you if you you know, a sidewalk that people walk beat up by hard shoes and people running and other things, but bikes, you know, just cruise right along and so in theory, you could have a slightly more fragile surface for bikes. Unless you have, like, some sick-ass BMXers. Yeah, that love the wheelies and the 360s and, like, and the, the jumping pop shove Jumping off the curbs. Wait, a pop shove-it? <laughs> yeah, a pop shove-it, a kick-flip. <laughs> Are um, those skateboarding terms? No, I'm... A kick Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, they're synonymous, right? Oh, I'm sure. They're interchangeable, aren't they? <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, this <coughs> bike path in Denmark is super cool. They call it the Solar Road, which, do you get it? Solar Road? Like solar? Solar Road? Yeah, but what's solar the road? part of it? Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Let me try again. <laughs> solar Road. <laughs> I know, but like I get that it's supposed to be solar, but what is the other play on words? Hold on. Let me try one more time. <laughs> Solar Road. Solar Road. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, see? Yeah, I thought it was pretty clever. Fifth time's Um, the charm. You kind of got to see the word to get it. I mean, I can say it a million times. You just got to see it to believe it. Um, (laughs) Anywho, yeah, it's it's, uh, generating more power than they thought it would. And this is in Denmark. So I didn't even know that the sun existed in Denmark. Um, So that's cool. And... But yeah, you know, it's 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 cool to me because it's like this new bike infrastructure thing. It's generating more energy than they thought it would. And it's in the same city, goddamn Denmark, as this other bike path that, um, again, for about a quarter mile length, it's it uses this um, asphalt that basically has a bunch of glow-in-the-dark chips <gasps> added to it. Yeah, so it's like a... 
F, what'd you say? Effervescent? I said phosphorescent. Not effervescent, no. Not, it's, not effervescent. Oh, phosphorescent. Yeah. Um, that sounds legit. That sounds like something at the bottom of the ocean. That is true. I'm going to look it up right now. Just yeah. live, live Google search. <laughs> live Google. Boop, boop, boop. Um, it is phosphorescent, effervescent. It's fluorescent. It's luminescent. Um, you know, it's omnipresent or whatever. <laughs> Omnipotent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho, it's super cool. It's it's an art project, but it's this asphalt that's mixed up with, <coughs> um, what I just say, glow in the dark bits, and then like organized <laughs> in kind of organized in a pattern that's kind of like starry, and it's really pretty. I gotta say, um, I'll send you the link so you can put it on the link so people can the, link it and check out this notes. link. Yeah. And there's this, like, really hipster video made, like, Denmark hipster, you know, a specific breed of hipster with, like, really pretty electronic music and people riding on the yeah, what phos- else you do? effervescent bike path. It, not only is um, it lit up, it bubbles. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> and then eats you. <laughs> yeah. It's actually the most dangerous bike path in the entire yeah. world. And it's on Venus. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is a super cool bike path. I love that. And then even more ambitious in London, they recently approved a plan. They, I don't even know what I'm talking about, but the planning, I guess a similarity, similar to the planning department or transportation department of London has approved this super ambitious plan. They probably don't have funding, let's be honest, but they approved this super ambitious plan for this bike super highway that has a bunch of different veins that cut through London. Oh. And what's cool about this bike super highway is that um, I'll send you a link to this too so people okay. can check it out, but it's just a different approach to how bikes and cars should interact. Because like I said, I'm not anti-cars. Um, but I do think that our we might have overbuilt our streets a little bit, and yeah. if we hand some of it back to bikes in a safe way that more people will bike because to be frank, I don't like biking on big streets where cars are going super fast and they're like two feet away from me. No, I don't like that either. And I almost got hit by a car again last night. Like not, this happens. It's really scary. This happens constantly. Um, Super scary. I'm going to walk away for one second because Rocky is like, it's raining and he's, it's windy and he's panicking. Yeah, man, dogs. I see people biking with their dogs every once in a while. I'm so jealous. But anywho, this plan in London is super cool because it's so simple. All they want to do is kind of put a series of curbs and kind of sidewalk islands between moving traffic and bikes for very, very long distances to connect different parts of the city. And I just love that idea. I live on a road in Oakland. Man, what's going on over there, Murphy? Should we wait for Murphy? Okay, I'm back. I was like talking and then I realized you were having troubles and (laughs) he wouldn't this is the problem it rains and this happens in the middle of the night sometimes so I have to like if it's gonna rain I have to keep him inside and at night because he just like paces around and then he goes outside and then he lays in the rain and he looks all sad and I'm like just come inside where you have a bed and he's so he's like all wet and dirty right now oh Oh, buddy can you just hose him off well I can't but he's all wet like I don't know. I yeah, mean, that won't really solve the wet problem. No, and like, that'll <laughs> arguably exacerbate the wet problem. Arguably. Oh, God. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. Okay, so London Superhighway, we are struggling. I almost got hit by a car. We are struggling with the yeah, way I that mean, cars interact. The London Superhighway is super sweet. I mean, I wish 
you know, there's uh, the road I live on in Oakland is, especially after the rains. I mean, there's a pothole like every three inches. Yeah. And man, and and people and no one uses it. It's like this big empty road, and I just that has potholes everywhere, <laughs> and it's terrible to bike on. Yeah. And I just wish so much that they would just give bikers some of that road. Fortunately, they did it just a block away for a long length on this other road called Telegraph, and it's it just has totally changed the road because. You know, if you take a road from six lanes, you know, or what, like two lanes of parking, uh-huh. two lanes of travel for both directions, and then a center lane, and you change that to two lanes of parking, one lane of travel, both directions, and give that extra lane to a bike both directions, uh-huh. it just totally changes the feeling of the street. And it's like now there's bikers, and now people are chilling. I don't know. I just, I couldn't be more in support of that kind of street. I totally agree. I like um, in Tucson we have. I think I've talked about it before, but we have Mountain, which is, it just has two lanes for traveling both ways, no parking on the road, and then a giant ass bike lane. Fuck and, yeah, dude! And I prefer to take that most places if I can. Yeah. So. And it's just yeah, it just makes for a better bike experience. It makes for a better pedestrian experience. It yeah. helps small businesses. I mean, there's actually a lot of arguments for kind of a multimodal type of street (laughs) multimodal yeah so anywho i love bike infrastructure i hope to see more of it it's getting on the ballot thanks to bike organizations and coalitions across the country yeah so that's cool bike sharing is becoming a thing super in a bite like those like usually brightly colored bike do they have any of those in tucson just like a line of brightly colored bikes that you can like put your credit card into the stand and then walk away with the bike for a while you know what i I think I feel like they do. I, I'm trying to remember where I've seen them before. I know they definitely have them in Phoenix. Um, mm, yeah. Oh, cool. I, yeah, it's cool. And, and I know that there's places that you can rent, like, basically matching bikes for your size, like, in Tucson, because I've seen people riding around on them. I just don't know where they exist. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not been a thing yeah. I've, like, researched. <clears throat> it's been a huge success in New York, and it's starting to catch on in San Francisco. But it's cool because, like, the bike share things is, you know, you can rent a bike from here and then drop it off there, you know? Like, you can... It's like yeah, it's like it, a U-Haul or a rental car. Oh, are you able to do that with U-Haul? Yeah. Wow. Well, do they expect you to drive you all the way back to the place you moved from? Good point, fucking U-Haul. <laughs> what do they expect? <laughs> what are they? They're so unreasonable. <laughs> yeah, god damn them. Anywho, yeah, the bike share thing's super cool. I love seeing things like that. I'm really, it makes me, it's like the little bit of good news that I hear every once in a while. It's like something that restores my faith in humanity just a little bit. Just a little like, let's not get crazy. Oh, yeah. We're, just, we're especially these days. I don't okay. have much. But every once in a while, I see another bike share thing. And I think, you know what? Things are going to be okay. We're going to be all right. We're sharing bicycle space. <laughs> yeah. Kumbaya. Um, well, speaking... Okay, so now that we all have a bike and we all have amazing infrastructure to ride our bikes on, how do we protect our bicycles? Oh, my God. Uh, we don't. <laughs> you don't. I literally I've just... had lots of bikes stolen from me. How many? Huh. Uh, 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 three. Three. Th- three bikes stolen since moving to the Bay Area, yay area, which, and that occurred almost six years ago now. Wow. Three bikes stolen. Where are they getting stolen from? Well, dude, so my first one got stolen from my closed garage. I don't know what happened. I mean, I was living with my friends. And we were out one night, and we, we were kind of walking home, and my buddies were roughhousing, and I think, and w- at one point, 
this is kind of a long story now that I think about it. But anywho, so I'll tell it from the end point of the story. Okay. One morning, I woke up, went down to the garage, and the garage door was wide open and all of our bikes were gone. Wow. So that's a problem. And then, so I was like, what the fuck happened? I know that my friend left in his car earlier that morning, but he was absolutely certain that he closed the garage. And so let's just for now take his word for it. The previous <laughs> night, yeah, whatever. I don't know. That seems like, you know, Murphy's Law. That's oh. probably what happened. Oh, I'm not familiar. Is... <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Murphy's Law is the simplest explanation. Oh, no, that's Occam's Razor. Yeah. Wait. Oh, the, Murphy's Law is what happened will, what might happen will, or what can happen will happen, right? What can go wrong will go wrong. What it's, can it's go in wrong a negative will go wrong. light. Okay, yeah. So actually what I meant was Occam's Razor's simplest explanation. Yes. Um, so I think the simplest explanation is he left the garage door open. Oops. But here's an alternative explanation. Okay. That might carry some weight. So the previous night we were hanging out at the bar and we were rambunctiousing our way back home. And my buddies were kind of, you know, just like wrestling or whatever in the street. And then we got back to the home late that night. And my buddy noticed that he didn't have his keys. Mm. And so we were like, oh, farts. So we went back to the bar. Keys weren't at the bar. Came home. And my buddy was like, well, fuck it. I don't have my keys. We went to sleep. Yeah. And then let's say we get up in the morning. My other friend leaves home, says he closes the garage door. He's certain he closes the garage door. I go downstairs later. Garage door is open. All the bikes are gone. Possibility is that (laughs) they were roughhousing in the street. He dropped his keys in the street between the bar and home, which would make sense because he couldn't find his keys at the bar and we weren't anywhere else previously. So he drops his keys while they were rambunctious in and someone picks them up and maybe kind of trails us home and then the next morning when things are smooth he lets himself in opens the garage and takes off with the bikes possibility i've actually had a friend who got trailed home and her bike stolen um she was pretty drunk but um got stolen like off a porch oh, like it had been outside for like three minutes or something man fuck. so you've had yeah. three i've never had a bike stolen yeah, that, that, so that's one. So this next bike that I got stolen, I gotta say it was my fault. I was outside at my old school, and it started raining. I had my bike; I had just arrived, and I was hanging out outside, and it started raining. So I ran inside and left my bike outside for like twenty minutes, unlocked, and then unlocked. Oh yeah, I've. But that short window of time, game over. Yeah, game over. Absolutely. And then the third time. I was at work. This was pretty recently. This was less than a year ago. Um, I was at work. Oh, no. Wait. Yeah, it was less than a year ago. I was at work, and um, I came back. I parked my bike at the BART station, the train station, and I got back after, and the lock had just been cut. Yeah. Um, And it was laying there on the ground, and the bike was gone. So I think that gets us to one point in bike security what kind of lock do you use because i know we use the same lock okay yeah so uh, just a brief history for me i um when i got the surly i wanted to make sure that like i had pretty good bike locks so my other bikes were kind of shitty and this one is like more expensive than any other bikes although i did have this one guy one night i was talking about like my bike si- security system 
And he was like, I feel like he was nagging me maybe. I can't remember exactly what was going on, but I was like, yeah, I use these two, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what kind of bike do you have? And I was like, I was like, well, I don't know. It's a Surly. And he's like, it's not even a nice bike. Like, whatever. And I was like, regardless. Yeah, first of all, fuck you. I love my bike more than I love most people. Two, uh, it it, it doesn't matter if it's a nice bike. It's still incredibly inconvenient to have your bike stolen because you probably rode it there. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. So what I do, um, I used to have like, so I have the Kryptonite New York U-Lock. Yep. The fucking one that I feel like I could just like beat someone with if I needed to. It does double as a good beating stick. (laughs) As a good personal security item. (laughs) (laughs) And, and then for a while I was just using a cable. So I, so I lock, I lock that U-Lock to my frame, my back wheel to the bike rack. Um, and then I also put my helmet through there. Uh-huh. And then for a while, I was just using a cable around the front wheel. And and here's my theory is like people are like, you have a rack on your bike. Like the back wheel is a lot harder to steal. And uh-huh. I my theory is that it's a lot more expensive and more annoying to replace. And so I would rather no replace the front wheel. So I just no don't doubt. care. Um, okay. And then somebody um, came by and one day just like it was broad daylight. It had been sitting there for like 20 minutes. I came back to it and someone had come by and clipped the cable but hadn't stolen anything. So I feel like I intercepted them. Uh-huh. Um, and so then I bought like a tiny, another kryptonite, tiny U-lock, like the hipster U-locks that they like right. to put in their back pocket. Yeah. Um, and then that's what I lock my wheel to my frame with. So I've got, yeah, wheel to frame and then uh, frame wheel to bike lock. Nice. And then I also have a tiny little cable on my seat post because I also have gotten my seat post and seat stolen and I had to ride home standing up. Oh, the um, worst. And I was just like cursing the whole, like it was, I don't know, it was like four miles home and I was just like exhausted. Yeah. I use a uh, bike chain to lock my bike seat, my saddle to my frame. That is And then the I kind way. of cinch it up to the post with some zip ties so, <laughs> so it doesn't dangle because I hate Dang, I want my bike to be tight and yeah. sturdy. Yeah. I want it to cruise. I don't want rat. I, I hate it when something on my bike is rattling. Oh, And yeah. I feel like I have such a sensitive ear to any rat. I want to be able to ride. That's one of the reasons why I like riding Fixie. It makes no noise. No noise. So I feel anyhow. like mine doesn't make any noise unless I'm shifting gears. Nope, makes tons of noise. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, yeah, there's a lot of reasons I ride fixed gear. So and 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 I've never I've never had a bike stolen just the seat post. Um, so I feel pretty pretty fortunate. Uh, Granted, my my tips for besides having like U locks <laughs> and stuff is don't leave your bike anywhere for more than like five or six hours. Like switch locations, like move it around. Yeah, but I mean, shit. If I'm gonna go to work, like what am I gonna do? It's true. Um, here's my ultimate bike security option: is when I ride my bike to work, I have a locked bike locker. So I shove it all the way into a locker and close yep. it and lock it. So it's not, no one even knows, like someone, I'm sure someone could break into these bike lockers, but you actually don't even know what's going to be inside them. So it may not be worth your trouble. Yeah. I, um, there are some of those lockers at the train, I, train station. I mean, for, first of all, tons of people lock their bike up. So it's not like I'm solo doing this. It's no. not like it's just like hanging out. You know, people are walking around. So, you know. I feel like if you got a strong lock, you're probably okay. There are the bike lockers that cost a pretty minuscule amount of money to use, and you can use your credit card. But I I heard this story, this person sitting at the station one time. I, I don't know how trustworthy they were. Let's put it that way. But they were telling me that this dude was walking around to the bike lockers with a device, quote-unquote, air quotes, device, <laughs> and opening the lockers. What? I don't know. Some, like, 
I, it's not totally out of the realm of possibility. I mean, I feel like these days, like, you can hack into a little bike locker with your phone or something if you're smart enough. Probably. So, I don't know. Anywho, it's like, the bike locker's good idea, but I feel like, for now, I'm going to use the heavy lock. I don't even lock my <laughs> rear wheel because my my rear wheel, I lock my front wheel and my frame to the to the rack. And then my rear wheel, I just let it do its thing because... Um, my, my ride fixed gear bicycle and you have to keep the chain tight and the way a little piece of hardware that allows you to keep the chain tight called a tensioner it kind of it it kind of pushes against the frame and and kind of brings the rear wheel back okay it doesn't matter how it works what does matter <laughs> <laughs> stop questioning me so much, okay, okay fine <laughs> what matters is that it's actually kind of a pain in the ass to take the rear wheel off. So I think if someone did come up to my bike and thought, oh, man, this thing's fucked. I'm going to get into this guy. Takes a wrench to it and then notices that just taking the nuts off doesn't release the rear wheel. They'd probably rethink their theft because it is kind of a pain in the ass to take the back wheel off. So anywho, that's why I don't do that. But That's true. The, yeah, it's The like- sturdy lock is so important because those other – those shitty U-locks, you can cut through those things with bolt cutters in like two seconds. The Wait, the shitty ones? The shitty U-locks, you can cut through it with bolt cutters in no time. Right. Um, well, there's actually like this video comparing all the U locks and how quickly and all the chains and how quickly it does. Yeah, like people I've can get through that them. Video. And you know what? If if someone like it goes for everything that you own. If someone is motivated enough to break into your house, they're gonna do it. If someone's motivated yeah. enough to break into your car, they're gonna do it. And you just my goal in life is to make my bike more annoying to steal right. than the bike next to me. Yeah, you want to deter as much as possible. Yeah, I know that it's not impossible. Like. And I keep, like, you know, I keep my bike inside my house. Like, I don't ever put it outside. Like, I mean, all the fr- friends come over and they'll be like, where should I put my bike? I was like, bring it inside. It's part of the family. Yeah, definitely bring the bikes inside for sure. Always. Um, well, cool. I feel I feel like maybe we've spread some knowledge. I, I Not that it's like most of my friends who listen to the show have bikes and know what they're doing. But maybe there's one person out there that was like, I hadn't thought about that. Well, you know, I think, you know, if a lot of people... You know, I think my bike is probably at the end of the day probably cost me like four hundred bucks after all the mods and shit. You know, whatever, all yeah. the stickers. Yeah, the stickers. Um, I mean, that's that's an emotional investment. <laughs> and I think you know, so and my lock cost one hundred dollars. Yeah. So literally, my lock cost a quarter the amount. I mean, I bought an REI, so I got my dividends. Don't get me wrong. Well, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So it cost ninety dollars, I should say, but but. You know, a lot of people's argument is like, well, you're an idiot. Like, you spent 25% of the bike costs on the lock. And I say, you know what? Like, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. So I think anyone who's going to go buy themselves a bike, you might as well just splurge or splurge. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You might as well splurge on the lock, too. Sorry, I always no. get those two mixed right, up. Right, it was so confusing. Uh, this happened. This actually happened the other day at the hospital in rounds. One of the attendings said, um, instead of, what, what was he trying to say? He was trying to say, like... Splooge? No, he was trying to say, like, fizz, but he said jizz instead. And then he was like, he was like don't let that go on my evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, don't talk to me. I'm like, move on. Let's not talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's only getting weirder. Move on. <laughs> Well, speaking of moving on, um, 
I don't know if you've heard this, but I mean, I'm pretty confident in this. I feel like I've heard lots of people being like, I'm just going to power my home by riding my bicycle. Seems reasonable, right? Totally unreasonable. What? Yeah, I mean, like, I I can't, I, uh. Splooge. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, so first of all, there's this one, there's this video out there that is um, this, like, in this like world famous endurance cyclist, so I, the guy can bike. Let's yeah. you know, period. For a long time, and they hook him up or they hook his bike up to a toaster. A, to- and a toaster. A fucking toaster, dude. This isn't this isn't like you know a dishwasher or you know an oven or you know a dishwasher or what you know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> something that requires more electric. I don't know. Actually, those big resistors inside toasters, those require a lot of electricity. But either way, they hook them up to a toaster, and, man, the dude, go, like, he he takes, he goes for a hard ride, you know? Like, you know, inside, you know, a, a bike machine or whatever. Yeah, like, like, like a like trainer. Yeah, train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's riding super hard, sweating, you know? He's got his sunglasses on inside because he's badass. Yeah, well, you got And to. he's fucking really going hard. And, you know, after like 10 minutes of pushing it, you know, they get this little dinky piece of white bread toast out, and it's like barely even toasted. It's like barely toasted. Oh, man. And if that's not proof enough, I did a, I did a little um, poking around, um, and I found this video by this guy Adam Frank. I love Adam Frank. He's a he's a science correspondent for NPR. I love oh. Adam. Frank. He's an astrophysicist. He's badass. Anyhow, so cool. Did this little yeah. He's super funny too. He did this little video, um, kind of comparing the amount of energy you get from riding a bike to the amount of energy you know needed to run a home. And the amount of energy needed to run a home is about <clears throat> nine hundred to a thousand kilowatts an hour per month. Okay. And to kind of <clears throat> backpedal a little bit. Hot, no pun intended. Oh, um, if, if better not have bike, a break on it. Right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Or it's not fixy. Oh, yeah, right. You don't want to go yeah, backwards. Yeah, or you can backpedal and back, bike backwards. I don't know. I'm not a hipster. I just go forwards. Okay. I just go forwards. Good Anywho, bike like a hard bike ride. A hard bike ride. Like if you're biking hard for one hour. One hour hard bike ride. That produces about... Well, let's see. What well, oh, I just had up here. I want the number. I want the number. Yeah, we all want the number. Oh, yeah, it produces about 0.8 kilowatts. Oh my so god! Not too much. Basically, it produces about the amount of electricity that a cup of gasoline. I love those comparisons just because and it gives you a sense of. So a cup of gasoline is about the same amount of embodied energy as riding your bike hard for an hour. Yeah. So. Basically, it would take you – if you rode your bike eight hours a day as hard as you could, um, you, would, you would produce enough electricity to maybe power one lamp in your house. Oh, yeah. So no. So not even close. In fact, in order to power Rochester – this is – I guess the study took place in Rochester. Okay. In order to power the city of Rochester – the amount of bikers that they would need to be biking all day, every day, is equal to the population of New York City. So that's Ooh. there's a little science for you, baby. Yeah. Wow, that's too many people because no one, and, like, very few people actually want to ride their bike at all yeah, and for yeah. that long. I mean, I'm all for enslaving the entire city of New York. Yeah, of course. However, 
maybe for other things like building giant pyramids, not for powering the podunk <laughs> city of Rochester. Yeah, nah. Over. Yeah, so myth busted. Yeah. I didn't really bust it. I just looked up an article. But no, but you busted it if someone in their I, head was I, like, I'm going to do Logan it. Logan Kelly, myth busters. Yeah, you, you're like a, you could be like a co, 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 co host. Yeah, and like launch watermelons at school buses or whatever the fuck they did on that show. If that job didn't require so much math and physics, I might be super into it. Myth busting in general? Yeah. Well, no, just the show, I guess. Being, oh. a, being a host on that show. But you're a, you're a medical practitioner. Like, you know math and science. Yeah, I said physics, not science. Physics or physics? Oh, physics. Like fizzin'? Yeah, like fizz. <laughs> Jizics? <laughs> Sorry. You can let that joke rest. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, um, don't splooge on those shitty jokes, okay? <laughs> Just keep it all inside. Um, and, well, fuck, we're already at 40 minutes, which is always happens this way. Um, wow, so much to talk about. I know, especially with bicycles. Um, we, I think I'd like to talk about falling. Oh, uh, you love talking about falling. Because I'm just really clumsy and I do it all the time, so it's like yeah. very close to my heart. It's relatable, yeah. Really, yeah, I'm very. I can relate to it pretty strongly. Um, I ha- okay. So my my best fall story, and I've actually only fallen off my bike twice, as long as we're not counting mountain biking, because that's wow. Whole- only twice. Only twice. Man, you're not clumsy. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people would debate that. Wow, that's good. Okay, anywho, I want to hear. Okay, so. Um, the, the best fall story is like the least climactic. So I was riding to the climbing gym and they have speed bumps in there. This super gravelly. Well, it's like that rough kind of asphalt that has like a lot of rocks in it. And then it's got some like runoff, like gravel stuff from like where the tree planter is or whatever, but there's a speed bump. And so I was trying to avoid the speed bump. And so I like, and there's probably, I don't know, maybe like a foot and a half, um, place to ride through where there's no speed bump. So I was doing that. I was probably going like exactly like half a mile an hour and I turned my wheel and I was riding I was riding my fixed gear track frame I used to have like a little cherry red Soma track frame yeah girl I remember uh, that it was such a good bike I love that bike um and so I had these really tiny road tires on and I like turn the handlebars just a little bit to avoid the speed bump and then I just basically l- lose traction just go whoop and like just fall to my left side and it was not, it wouldn't have been a big deal. And I would have, like, I mean, of course it's a big deal because you fall down and you're like, what the hell just happened? Um, but, like, the entire, there was a bunch of people at the front desk at the climbing gym. They all saw me do it. Oh. And so they all come rushing out. And I was like, go away. Like, let me lay here in shame by myself. Like, I'm fine. Like, I was going half a mile an hour. Like, there's no, no car hit me. Nothing hit me. I just fell over on my own. Oh, man. Ugh. But, hey, at least you got a good laugh out of it, you know? Eventually. Make them laugh. Ma- yeah, make make the people laugh. What oh, that's a good story. That's a good story. I, I'm having this, like, sudden moment of deja vu where I feel oh. like I have this bike fall story, but I also feel like maybe I've told it on this show before. This is what I know we're starting to get to that point. Like this would be our 15th episode. So like maybe yeah. we're already. Uh, yeah. It's like, wow. Did it, do you remember me telling a story of me falling in college at one point And a lot of people saw me in a similar situation. Should I go ahead and just tell the story? Just do you remember that? Tell it. And like, if we remember that you, uh, yeah, it's like a rerun. All, I'll just, no, I'll just edit it out. 
<laughs> but keep the fact that you edited it out. Oh, absolutely. I'll edit it out from this point forward. Uh, marker right here. Marker. Boop. boop. Okay. Beep, boop. I was, uh, <clears throat> I was in college, and I was biking from point A to point B, as you normally do. <laughs> Whoa. And, <laughs> yeah, Innovative pretty... biking. <laughs> um, I was a little, you know, a little beer in me, you know. I was drinking a little bit of the alcohol. And I was alone biking, solo biking, and I had a 40, obviously, kind of like in my sweatshirt. So I was kind of like biking with one hand and kind of cradling the 40 yeah. in my sweatshirt. Edward 40 hands. Yeah. Standard move. Yeah, Edward 40 hands, standard procedure. <laughs> and I was biking down this little street that there were like some little dorms that looked out upon this street. And this street also had speed bumps on it. And speed bumps. But yeah, spoiler alert. Um, so the street has speed bumps on it, and there are some little uh, student dorms that look out upon the street. So I was biking by, and I saw this um, dorm okay. with a balcony okay, and okay, a bunch okay. of people on the balcony, you know, like hanging out. And I was like, hee hee hee, that's funny. I'm gonna yell something funny at them. So as I'm biking by, I turn to my left and I yell 420 because I'm dumb. Because I'm dumb. Yeah. You know, it's like nine years ago now, so I don't have to own up to it all that much. But uh, I yell 420 and right at the end, right when I hit that, you know, G major, 420. Oh, it's a G major. Wow, that's cool. I, I made that up. Uh -oh. But either way, right when I hit the G major, I hit the speed bump as well. And... <laughs> It was just unexpected, and I just – it's one of those falls where you kind of – like your weight is suddenly shifted backwards, and you just like fall off your bike in the backward <laughs> Completely. direction. Completely. Yeah, and the bike kind of goes an additional couple feet, and I just yard sail. I yard sail, and the 40 just goes rolling down the street, but it didn't break. Oh. It didn't break. That's how amazing I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. It didn't I, break. In this story, I don't feel like you're the amazing one. <laughs> I'm proud of the well, 40. Well, no, I mean, the, I mean, like, the second part of the story, when, when the 40, yeah, good point, good point, good point. I'm not the amazing <laughs> one. I'll take that. I will take that. Either way, it was amazing. The event itself was amazing. Yes. And I'll never forget how dumb I must have looked. Oh, yeah. Just going, 420 crash! <laughs> <laughs> and then went, ding, 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 of the bottle rolling down the street. <laughs> and I just kind of quickly picked myself up and got back on my bike. I must have looked like such a fucking dumbass. And everyone, you could, I could hear the balcony go, oh! <laughs> Tucson, we have the trolley tracks. Well, well, they're not. It's not the trolley Whoa. anymore. It's a, it's a streetcar tracks, which you, I'm sure you know all about. Oh yeah. And we, <clears throat> we've had these tracks like since I moved here, so ten years ago. They they've been and and before I moved here, but like that's what I remember. Um, and we've we have all been taken down by the tracks in Tucson. Like not well, one way to learn. Only the yeah. There's only one way to learn. Like you can't. Like I doubt. Like, I guarantee if you've been biking in this town for over a year, the trolley tracks have fucked you at least one time. Yeah. You have to die by those things before you live again. It, absolutely. Yeah. Before you're reborn, you have to you have to eat complete shit in front of everyone on Fourth Avenue. 
Um, and so I, I now live down in this area. And so I have seen so many people now more, like more so than I used to. And I'll be riding behind people and they just misjudge the angle at which yeah. it's going to like catch their wheel. And they get, I mean, reasonably so, but they get so angry and they're just like, ah, fuck these fucking track. Like, God fucking damn it. Track. Like, I'm like, just pick your bike up and move along. Like, yeah. <laughs> You don't need to, but I, and I, the first time I, I've only been, I've only got crashed. Well, not crashed, but okay. So this is, this is why I only count a few crashes because I have come off my bike, but I've not hit the ground. Like I've, I've come off my bike and then ended up standing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which I don't know. Unfair. How, it's, it is unfair, but I fall down like just like walking around my house. So I feel like I get a pass when it comes <laughs> to bicycling, like, cause I run into everything. So like I was riding not even my bicycle, some guy's mom's cruiser in the Tuesday night bike ride, which is an event that happens every Tuesday night. They pick a route and then like 30 to 100 people ride together. And people, it's really cool. It's actually like a really cool event. Totally, I love that. People have like, you know, lights all over the bicycles. Lots of people have like speakers they've mounted on the back of their bicycles. Like, you know, so there's music and there's often themes like dress up like with uh, like the beach day or whatever. Yeah. And so I was riding in that and I didn't know about the tracks. I was 18 years old. And so I the, I ride the bicycle directly into the tracks. And then the bicycle stops, of course. And I continue. I understand a small amount of physics. I continue to move forward. Mm. But then I just like leapfrog over the handlebars and land on my feet. Dude, that's legit. I wish I saw that. I was. I, I wish that I could remember and understand what happens. But I feel like I have pretty, relatively good like spatial instincts, which makes me feel good about myself. Um, but man, these, yeah, the tracks and, and since they put the streetcar in, it's just a similar problem, just slightly different, different like tracks, but there, there are things that they could put in there. So bicycles like in Portland, they have this where you can put like a bumper in there so that your bicycles don't get stuck. Your wheels don't get stuck in it, but they just didn't do that. Huh. Interesting. I'd like to, I didn't know that you could put something in there. Yeah. It's a problem that can be solved. I assume it's more money, which would be, is it like something that's in the divot or around the divot yeah i think it's in the divot so that there is no divot interesting but i don't know how the streetcar would work i'm not really sure yeah i like to talk about a lot of things i don't know about on here yeah yeah it's kind of our our vehicle for that that's true (laughs) um well we are we're at 50 minutes now but i wanted to quickly mention um we're mostly talking about road biking and mountain biking is a whole different animal um one that i'm like incredibly bad at but have have done it so much fun so much fun wow so much fun i hope i'm hoping to get a bicycle before i leave town but we'll see um but right now there's a huge mountain biking event going on uh called 24 hours in the old pueblo and so therefore they abbreviate it to the 24 hour hop and it's a it goes from uh what's today today is the 18th so it started yesterday um and it's way up somewhere like in or near oracle and it goes until tomorrow and it is a 24 hour race where it's a 16 mile course and you attempt to make as many laps as you can on it in 24 hours. So you usually have a team um, and you can have like a corporate team or you can have like a two person team or a six person team or whatever. And then in those categories, people will win prizes if they get enough, um, enough laps. But it's basically just like go out there, get really drunk, ride some hilarious trails and uh have a good and there's like a bike expo so you can demo a bunch of bikes and it's supposed to be like just like really cool man that's super cool that's super cool so cool um and but i here's the here's the hitch right now is that it's going to be pouring all weekend Mm. so i'm sure that maybe makes it cooler yeah we'll see 
Um, yeah, I have makes a, it more badass. I, that's definitely true. I have a friend who's writing it, and that we're going to meet up later this week, so I'm in, excited to hear about all the shenanigans, so I'll post an update. Very cool. We'll see. Yeah, that's fun. Mountain biking in the desert. Can't beat that. Yeah, so many cactus. Lots of cactus. Yeah, well, you know, you know, you know. Well, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about with bikes? Uh, not really. I mean, I love them. I love them, too. Um, well... Be nice to bikers when you're in the car. That's all I got to say. Yeah, pay attention. Pay attention. Oh, my gosh. Wear a helmet. Wear, oh, yeah. Last PSA. Wear a goddamn helmet, you idiots. Seriously. People are so dumb. I don't care how good it feels. And I'm talking to you, Jackie, my neighbor. I'm yelling at you. she, (laughs) She got a helmet, and she mostly wears it sometimes, but I'm not enough. Um, so there's just no, there's no excuse not to like your brain is super important. And think about it. If you got a traumatic brain injury because you were just biking to, to like club Congress or somewhere downtown, and then you just couldn't be a person for the rest of your life, or you couldn't be the same person for the rest of your life. Not fucking worth it. Preach. Wear a helmet. Yeah. And here's another, you know, I feel like a lot of people don't wear helmets cause it's like cool. They're like, Oh, I don't, I won't be, you know, just like a looks thing. Very yeah. simple. They just kind of want to be cool. But to be perfectly honest, coming from someone who's a biker, myself, mm-hmm. I look at someone, if they're not wearing a helmet, I think they're an idiot. Like, yeah. I just think that they're dumb. Like, I think they're a dumb person. Like, I look at the president or something, and I think he's a dumb person, <laughs> you know? Yep. And it's like, I, it's that, I can't help but think that you're dumb. So it's not that I hate you or anything, or I might not even care about, you know, the health of your brain. I just think you're dumb. I think you look so, dumb. So it's that, I, yeah, it's, you don't look cool. You just look dumb. So, so just do it. Helmet. Just wear yeah. And you can buy a cool helmet like I have. Like I have a r- cherry red helmet that has white polka dots all over. And it's Whoa. hilariously awesome. And I look Yeah, or adorable. spray painting your helmet, also super fun to do. Yeah, or drawing all over it if you can draw. Drawing it, putting flowers in the helmet. Oh, yeah, I like that. Glue, super gluing flower. Yeah, so you got a lot of options. And it's worth, like, just like your U-lock, <laughs> it's worth investing in. Because, like, my helmet was, like, 50 bucks, but it's totally yep. awesome. Me too. Perfect. Well, cool. I'm glad we're keeping keeping the public safe. Like, what would people do without us? I don't, I don't even know. Just probably be dead. Yeah, <laughs> their brains splattered across oh, the side. Oh, God. Nobody die, friends. We love you. Yeah. We're a helmet. We love you. All right. Well, until next time, my friend. Hi. Right. You've wasted another perfectly good hour. With Logan and Murphy. <laughs> nice talking to you, Murphy. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Creeps slowly around like the living dead. I may never be the same again. We're safe, but only when the lights are on. Soon enough, there's something.
When I thought that I had lost my fate It took a while But I realized it was misplaced And it's a style To pretend like you are far from grace To run a mile Just to find you were in the right place It was a time, place, and 